Welcome to the Unknown Godcast. My name is Jeff. Hi, Jeff. My name is Missy. Th- uh, hi, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Thank welcome. You. Yeah, welcome, and thank you so much for joining us. This is a podcast where we seek to know the one true God. We open up the Bible, we read it, we dive in, we wrestle with it, and we hopefully have a little fun along the way. Uh, but what we do is we have a group in our church called the Public Reading of Scripture, and we listen to large portions of Scripture once a week for about an hour a week. And what we do here is we take a little bit of what we read and just dive in a little bit deeper. Just maybe unpack a little bit more, just something that stood out to us, that sort of thing. If you want to join in the conversation, we would invite you to join that group, which you can join whether you're in Port St. Lucie or anywhere in the world. You can join on Zoom, and uh, we would love to see you there. We'd love to have you be part of the conversation as well and join our little community. Yeah, the times uh, uh, will be listed in the link. Yep, we'll put all the uh, info in the show notes for you. Uh, so this week we went over uh, a big portion of First Samuel uh, 16 through 20, I think we were in there, and then uh, we went through Romans chapters 5 through 9, uh, which is what we want to uh, talk a little bit about today, because it was a much needed gospel reminder mm-hmm. uh, in what was just a tough week for us. So just to hear the beautiful truths of the gospel, again, expounded upon and uh, laid out for us as Paul does in Romans uh, what great strength it gives us yeah. to be reaffirmed or to be reassured by those promises of the gospel. Yeah. And before we go any further, I just want to say, because um, I'll listen to our podcasts in the past, and I'm like, oh, man, I shouldn't have said that. But anyway, what I want to say is um, um, we don't always get it 100% right, so we tell you to test everything that we say with an open Bible, and um, we welcome comments or rebuke <laughs> whatever <laughs> whatever <laughs> come and talk to us uh anyway this this week was really good because um it was a tough week and it was a good week to be in the thick of romans mm-hmm. um especially starting in you know chapter five uh with the peace of god through faith um you know there's there's just like it's so thick and it's so rich with the gospel that it's hard to nail down what to exactly speak of. But what helped, you know, what was a great reminder for me is um, in chapter five and verse six uh, start is, you know, for while we were still weak at the right time, Christ died for the ungodly. For one will scarcely die for a righteous person, though perhaps for a good person, one would dare even die. But God shows his love for us that while we were still sinners Christ died for us and so you know that that was um that was what I need to hear this week and um 
while we were still weak, at the right time, Christ died for us. Christ died for us. You know, even while we were enemies, Christ died for us. Uh, you started with the first verse in chapter 5 there. Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Mm. So uh, in chapter 4, Paul talks about how Abraham was justified by faith. And that opening verse uh, in verse 5, you know, that we have this peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. It just reminds me of what he talked about in the, in the previous chapter where he quotes David and David saying, blessed is the man whose sins God does not count against him. Mm -hmm. And when he says, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. What he's saying is, because we have been justified by the work of Christ, by the life, the obedience, the death, the resurrection of our King, our Lord Jesus, that we can actually live in that reality and peace, that we're no longer under the condemnation and guilt of our sin, but right. that we actually have been forgiven, we have been reconciled, and we can actually live today in that peace, yeah. having been found in Christ. Right, right. And the other, the other thing that, um, <laughs> because it's uh, this has been a week where I'm feeling kind of weak, <laughs> <laughs> pun intended or not. Um, yeah. So, but but in in um, in chapter eight. Uh, it talks about um, how the Spirit helps us in our weakness, and mm -hmm. and it says it says for we do not know what to pray for as we ought, but the Spirit Himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words, and He who searches the hearts knows the mind of the Spirit because the Spirit intercedes for the saints according to the will of God, and so. That was very, um, very good for me to, re to, to read and to hear this week because, you know, sometimes I'm like, what do I do? I don't even know what to do, yeah. <laughs> but uh, not to worry because, you know, the spirit himself is interceding for us um, when we don't even know what to pray for. Yeah, the spirit who dwells in you. Who dwells in me. Paul says in, in chapter 8, uh, what is it? Verses uh, 10 and 11. Yeah. So even when we are just, we don't know what to, to, to say. We don't even know what it is we need. We don't even know where to begin. Right. Um, the spirit of God who searches our heart and who knows the heart of God mm -hmm. intercedes for us. That is a, that is a yeah. amazing truth that that's we are connected to God in that way. That's that's something that I could rest on this week, yeah. and and then to finish that even is better because it says, and we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good, for those who are called according to His purpose. So that you know, like, okay, all things, all things, no, no matter what happens, all things. Hear that again, all things. Yeah. So yeah. it it just it was a tough week. Um, um, and it was a good week to hear this and the, you know, the, uh, the future glory part two in verse 18, where he says, for I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing to the glory that is to be revealed to us. Because mm -hmm. sometimes it feels like, um, it's an eternal weight of suffering <laughs> instead of vice versa. Um, but, but I know that it's not, yeah. you know, I know it's, 
not going to be eternally painful. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, listen, when we're in the thick of, of suffering or tragedy or, um, you know, it, it feels like it can be just ongoing. It feels like we're never going to get out of it. And to understand that ultimately there is a purpose for it yeah. is something that we can take a little bit of peace in. And that's something I think the world doesn't have. If, if we if we remove God from the equation and and we're just time, space bumping into each other, you know, matter bumping into each other, um, ultimately everything's really, at the end of the day, meaningless, you know? So the fact that even in our sufferings, and Paul talks about this in chapter 8, he talks about it a little bit in chapter 5, the suffering produces endurance, mm-hmm. endurance, character, character, hope, um, that even in those sufferings, even in those low points of life, that God, once again, all things are working together for our good and God's glory. Um, so we know that everything that happens, the purpose is to glorify God and to bring about the salvation of his people. Yeah. Sometimes, even when we can't see it. Yeah, that can be hard sometimes to, to see that. Um, but it is, it is, assur- it is reassuring it's, it's hard sometimes to rejoice in your sufferings. This is what it says to do. It says to rejoice in your sufferings. Right, and it's like, yeah. so, um, okay, so uh, am I masochistic? Is that the right word? Am yeah, I saying that, that right, word, yeah, right? Right, right? Yeah, uh, Not to be like that, right? Right. But to know that, um, that we should rejoice when times are tough because God's working it out, but not to... Not to um, seek out suffering. <laughs> right. But, I don't know. No, I, I know what you're saying. Like, but uh, it, I mean, ultimately, the suffering we endure in this life is just, it's compared to eternity, it's a, it's a snap of the fingers. It's a blink. It is nothing. And when we compare it to the glory that's going to be revealed to us, um, I just think of it as that future hope that when we, when we are in that true fellowship and presence of God, that all of those things just melt away completely. Yeah. You know, um, that those things are just, you know, a light momentary affliction, as Paul yeah. says elsewhere. Right. And it does, it does say, too, that um, now hope that is seen is not hope for who hopes for what he sees. But if we hope for what we do not see, wait for it with patience. It's that patience thing. Where is that? (laughs) Um, I'm sorry. That's in uh, Romans. uh, That's Romans eight verses twenty five. Verse twenty five. Yeah, it's hard because I'm 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 bouncing around. Yeah, I did too. We're in four chapters, so if someone's trying to follow along, that's where we are. Yeah, it's it's like we said. It's hard to nail down what exactly we're going to talk about because we went over such a big. And also, sometimes it's just you know, um, (laughs) sometimes it's just not. Uh, going deep theologically, sometimes it's just, hey, how does the gospel apply this yeah. week? Like, what? How does it uh, give me joy? How do I find strength in it um, today? Sometimes that's that's what it is, right? And that's certainly what it was this week for us. Um, but to have these reminders of the gospel is so important. Um, we need to be able to preach the gospel to ourselves. Number one, every day. Um, 
to live out our lives in a way that we understand that we are sinners, that as Paul says in the first three chapters of Roman, that uh, we all deserve death. Mm-hmm. Each one of us, Jew and Gentile, there's no one righteous, no, not one. Uh, but by the grace and mercy and love of God, he saves us. Yeah. And it's not on our own merit. It's, it's, it's through Christ. And it's by faith that, that God comes and reconciles us to himself. And that's how we have that peace with God, uh, again, through our Lord Jesus Christ, um, that we're reconciled to him. Sometimes it's just really good to have those reminders. Yeah. Yeah, and and, and, and the reminder of uh, life in the spirit, you know, mm-hmm. so that, you know, um, uh, what is that, in, in chapter 8, in the beginning of chapter 8, uh, for God has done what the law weakened by the flesh could not do by sending his own son. So now we are where we have life in the spirit of God. And, um, and through that spirit of God, um, we need to be killing our sin, like killing the flesh. Killing your sin all day long is like what John Piper says, you know, kill, be killing your sin or sin will be killing you. Mm-hmm. And the important thing to remember there is to be killing your sin, not somebody else's sin. Right. Yeah. So that's, that's the important thing there. Look inward. Inward. And, and, and again, that's what the gospel does. The gospel looks inward at our hearts. Mm-hmm. And before we can, we can go to anyone else we need that gospel light to shine in the darkness of our own hearts Mm -hmm. we need it to illuminate our darkness first and when it does that then we can walk in humility with others in humility Um, with others yes amen and 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 we can we can be the light of the gospel to each other right Uh, but it's only yeah but it's only when we allow the gospel to illuminate that darkness in our own hearts that we can walk with that humility and grace um, that god shows us yeah yeah Yes, you know, otherwise there's this uh, hierarchy, this sort of, you know, piety that that we can come across with each other Mm -hmm. um, that the gospel eliminates. It it eliminates it because we're on equal playing field here. Yeah, it it should. It should do that. But our our pride and our ego sometimes gets in the way. mm -hmm. (laughs) And that's why and that's why these reminders are just. And uh, that's why the reminder of um, God forgiving us. Our sins is so important because when we remember where we were, um, while we were still weak when Christ died for us, mm-hmm. uh, then we can we can. It's easier. Well, you're you ha- you have to forgive others too. You know you you. We know where we are when we know where we are when mm-hmm. we're humble enough to know that we're a sinner then um, we're humble enough to know that other people are sinners as well. And that is makes it all that much easier to forgive. Right. And it also offers us a place and fellowship to be able to be sinners with yes. each other. You know what yes, I mean? Yes, right. I know that sounds, <laughs> sounds weird, but that's, that's what the church is. It's, right. it's a place where sinners come together to... to hear the beautiful truth of God and the gospel that they are forgiven mm-hmm. sinners and then they can walk in that light um, but again the truth of the gospel has to help us realize that we are all sinners and if we realize that then we can come together um, and 
have those true spaces where Christian fellowship can exist uh, because we're not trying to be something. Uh, we're not trying to be holy. We're not trying to think the that old, we can somehow uh, perfect ourselves by or, the law or by or perfect fix obedience. Somebody else. Right. right yeah. yeah. I think that that's the, that's a big thing is people trying to fix other people. And, um, a higher, I, I don't know, a piety, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's what the gospel, again, that's what the gospel should remove from us. Mm-hmm. Uh, this sense of that we can do, that we can be above others or that we uh, should look down on others, right? All of those things should be should be washed away with the truth of the gospel. Yeah. It should knock out the lakes from under us. But unfortunately, we, and, and this is as much for me as anyone else, we, we battle with our own ego and our own pride. We're still battling with the flesh. Mm-hmm. Paul talks about that in Romans 7. This this idea that, you know, he, he knows he doesn't do what he knows he ought to do, mm-hmm. and he does what he knows he ought not to do. Right, <laughs> you know right. what I mean? There's there's this constant battle with the flesh. Yeah. Um, you know, that is a struggle of the Christian life. Um, but as we were going through, and especially Romans 8, we seem to be landing on Romans 8 here as we're talking, and I think it's just... Uh, what a wonderful chapter in scripture, but to know that it's all a work of God and to know that there's nothing in creation that can separate us from that love of God. That is that he has for us in Christ Jesus Mm -hmm. through his son. Um, The end of chapter eight, it's these are verses you've heard a million times, but I mean, just to stop and think about them. So um, in chapter 8, verse 37, I'm just going to read it. It says, No, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am sure that neither death nor life, nor angels nor rulers, nor things present nor things to come, nor powers nor height nor depth nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Yeah, that's be- that's beautiful. Amen. <laughs> yeah. Nothing in all of creation, <laughs> nothing can pull you uh, from God's love. Yeah. I mean, that is a that is an amazing, amazing truth and uh, a glorious promise to just find rest in. Yeah, and I th- yeah, I think um, I don't think we have to put too much seasoning on on Romans because it speaks for itself. It does, yeah. And so, uh, just a little gospel reminder for everybody this week. Um, this. There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Sorry, That's this just—it's everywhere. It's all no, over. It's true. It's it's good. <laughs> it's it's awesome. Yeah. So, so anyway, this this coming week, um, I don't actually have it in front of me, but we'll continue on in in Romans and maybe finish Romans out. But I don't I don't know exactly. But we invite you to join us this this coming week. We do invite and, you to join us. This is one of those just short weeks where we just we found the application of the gospel so reassuring and comforting this week um so applicable so applicable absolutely yeah Yeah. and uh we just wanted to touch on that and uh if you read through romans five through nine it's just it's everywhere yeah it's it's beautiful um and if you want to join in this conversation with us uh we would love for you to do that to join our little community here uh, first off, if you want to join with us at the Unknown Godcast, go to theunknowncodcast.com. We have a bunch of back episodes down there if you want to listen to them. 
Uh, one way you can help support the show is if you like it. The best way to help us out is whatever podcast catcher you're listening to us on, give us a, a good rating, review, and then just share the show. Put it out there on social media. It just helps us get us in front of more eyeballs or, or ears, yeah. if you will. Um, but also, we would love to have you join us, have be part of this conversation. So one of the ways that we do that is uh, through our group in church called Public Reading of Scripture. Uh, the website is proscripture.com. We'll put that in the show notes. Uh, we do it three times a week, uh, not missing myself, but it, our church does it. So Tuesday at noon, uh, Wednesday at 7 p.m. There's one that Missy and I host, and then Thursday morning at 7 a.m. So there's a few different times if you want to join. And again, it's just a gathering to hear the Word of God being read and just a brief discussion afterwards. So it's just hearing the Word of God in community. That's a, just an ancient practice of the church. Yeah, so, and in our, our show format, as you can see, is ever-changing and ever-evolving. Um, so um, right now we're using the Unknown Godcast to just sort of dive deeper into whatever it is that we read. So you can also go to the Unknown God Godcast God, dot com. Help me talk, Jeff. <laughs> UnknownGodcast.com. Dot com. And... Um, and look at our catalog of shows that we have there. Um, so right now, we are just diving into whatever it is that we've read. That's it. And, that, uh, and again, what, what I like about what we're doing in Public Reading of Scripture, though, is, is you can join us. You yes, can actually, you, can you don't us. have to be in Port St. Lucie, Florida here. You can actually join us on Zoom. And it's not just, you know, you can barely hear something off in the distance. I know we've had all those Zoom calls where they're not very good, but it's it's presented to you on the screen. The conversation afterwards, you can actually hear people talking. Mm-hmm. It Inter- is, uh, and interact with them. And hey, listen, yeah. Nelson. <laughs> Nelson. Um, we, we know Nelson's listening. We, we, we would uh, love to have you as a guest on the show. So come on and talk to there us you about, go. about all right. this. <laughs> Our buddy Nelson. Yeah. All right. Plus, I got a couple of books that you lent me. I need to get back to you still. They're still sitting on my bookshelf. Uh, but anyway, maybe, maybe our next show we'll have a guest. You never on, know, and that would be fun. That would always be fun. Um, so yeah, if you like the show, please rate, review us, and if you want to join us for public reading of scripture, again, we will put all the information in the show notes. We would love to have you join a community that's just centered around the Word of God. Yeah, we and we appreciate all of our listeners, and uh, and uh, we truly do, and we hope that the gospel can be just a great reminder to you this week and just give you strength. Yes. Amen. Amen. All right. Um, Until next time. (laughs) God bless. God bless.